Welcome to the Discovery Doc Podcast, where we advocate for optimal wellness and reducing everyday toxic loads, no matter where life takes you. I'm Dr. Cece, doctor in nursing practice, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and a crunchy mama. I'm Anna Kate, a medical mystery overachiever and your Discovery Liaison. Join us on this exciting journey as we explore the world of holistic health, cutting-edge research, and practical solutions for a healthier life. Together, we'll navigate through the complexities of wellness, sharing valuable insights, and expert advice. Tune in to the Discovery Doc Podcast. Get ready to be inspired, empowered, and discover a whole new way of looking at your health. For most most of my life has been organized sports and being a part of a team. So I kind of like it sounds simple. I brought over everything that I've been coached to do, which was being selfless and doing whatever that's required to help the overall success of the team. Welcome back to the couch. I'm here with the one and only Discovery Doc. We've actually got a special guest with us this week. I'm your host, Anna Kate. Are all together, all knowing, Doctor CC. Oh why is she doing that? Oh, because <laughs> it's true. It's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. All right, Doctor CC, why don't you introduce us to our our special? My guest. handsome stud muffin of a husband. A stud this is uh, Willie Love over muffin. here. Oh no. <laughs> we went there. Yeah. We went there. Yeah. This is my hubby of seven years now, babe. How do we meet? How do we meet? So I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. I've been that for 16 years now as professional. Almost. Yeah, yeah. almost 16 years. Um, So we first met. I was a young, young bull. (laughs) So this small gym that I'm an old, I'm an old ox. I'm an old (laughs) Out to pasture, old um, no, so I used to train at this small gym in Illinois, uh, Midwest Training Center, and we did our strength conditioning outside of our gym, uh, just another little spot we went to, and she was an intern there, yeah. Um, at that time, I thought, fun fact, I thought I wanted to go into orthopedics, like, I was super yeah. into interesting, yeah, orthopedics, and so they had more like it was a huge athletic facility, but it was very focused on like more kinesiology and physical mm-hmm. movement and things like that. So I thought it would be right. a good just opportunity to learn more about ortho and the ortho side of athletics. Right. Um, and then this dude came along and actually really did not like him. Yeah. So <laughs> my head coach that yeah. I had, my head strength conditioning yeah. coach, <laughs> and then she was his assistant or intern yeah. or whatever, whatever title you put on it. And so she would just stand there with a stopwatch. Okay. I didn't and he so would say, this is what you're doing. She has the stopwatch. She'll keep track of the time. So you had to do like interval workouts. And I was, I've always been pretty egotistical when it comes to competing. So I'm going to let you know when I'm doing something really well, I'm really good at something. So I was being that dude, being really loud, keeping myself energized and focused. And she would always just kind of chime in and tell me to just do the work and try to tell me to be quiet, all this stuff. And I'm like, Hey man, you're just the intern. Just be here and hold the stopwatch. 
was being kind of rude and nasty to each other. But uh, yeah, I guess it was like that was childish, like, cute, that childish really like thing. You know, you like why you keep hitting that girl because you you like the girl. So we were did that whole thing and then um did, did he grow out um, of it or is he, he still... did no he did grow out of it for sure he grew out of it started getting better with that but uh but yeah, yeah. We, i mean we were kids i had yeah. just turned 20 yes. at the time and he was 24 yeah and fun fact the first time we went out there was actually like local fights that we went to <laughs> you want to tell this story? yes i love this story <laughs> okay. there's local fights <laughs> that we went to like some guys at our gym were fighting and I'd never been to them whatsoever. We went, and I'm not yeah. going to tell that part of the story, but <laughs> oh yeah, after I know, yeah. gotta say I want to know the rest yeah. of the story. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, discoverers, um, we'll de we'll decide if we ever hear the if rest of so, that. Yeah, we'll we'll come back. We'll come back to that. But point. afterwards, they were all like wanting to go to the bars and stuff, and I was like, okay, I didn't see anything. I got in the car with them, and we get to the bar, and I look at Will, and I'm like um do you think they'll accept my fake id and he's like what do you mean you I'm have like, a fake id I'm like, wait, wait wait no. what do you I'm like, i'm new like, 20. Uh, i mean like, you I was, let us get all the way to the like to the door I was to the point where in the like, parking lot everybody's about to go have a good time and then she throws it out there you think they'll let me in but luckily it was a little local bar that <laughs> was really kind of we were they were known our gym was pretty well known in that area so yeah they let us in and we had no problems and yeah that was our that's how we found out i had a fake id and i yeah. was not 21 yet yeah so there's, so that. there's that history ever since <laughs> yeah. well that's so a that. great way to start off a yeah. long-term relationship because y'all been together for how 12 years? years 12 years together seven, seven years married. Married. all right yeah. and they have right. three beautiful gorgeous strong baby so yeah. as we talk about that in future episodes of all the athleticism and how they're brilliant so they get it in spades with these two so they're absolutely yeah. beautiful beautiful yeah. babies um so you've got that background of kind of health in the way of strength training and agility training and and all that and also having the background of knowing that you have to fuel your body with really good things. It's not just yeah. the supplements and it's not just protein shakes and pre-workouts. It's <laughs> yeah, all yeah. the, not only the nutritional side, but also the recovery side as well. Right, and then yeah. how you two work together through that of you make the executive decisions on nutrition and the things that get to go in, not only her body, but your body and the kids, how do y'all navigate that together? And you are the, you execute what happens in the in the oh. household because you're the cook aren't yeah. you yeah. i am i am yes. the cook um i think from i don't know i never really had in-depth knowledge of nutrition and all those different things but being an athlete most of my life i've just always known whatever i'm looking to get out of my body i need to be putting it into my body right so when I played football, I wanted to be bulky. I wanted to be a lot thicker. So you know, a little bit more of a protein-based diet. So I just knew the basics of what I needed for what I was doing. When I met, when I moved over to mixed martial arts, mm -hmm. this is a sport where you're cutting weight. So I fight at 155. I normally walk around at like 183. So I have to know, all right, I have 30 pounds I need to lose. How do I do that in the most healthy way possible? So then you change the way you diet and things like that. So I just knew the very basics. And then once we kind of, you know, 
she figured out what she wanted to do in her profession. Um, and now she has the knowledge, the, the deep knowledge of everything. And then she just lets me know what we're eating in the household <laughs> and so I'll how, just cook it. Yeah, <laughs> so. how we do that is I do the grocery shop. Well, he he's now learned a lot, but yeah. what it started off as is I would do the grocery shopping. I would be the one to bring things into the house uh -huh. that, hey, these are great options. These I'm good with in terms right. of ingredients or quality or whatever it is. And then he would just, you know, make us food from that. Figure out a way to how to, how to make it taste good. But he's, he's learned a lot where now, like he, I fully trust him to go to the grocery store and pick out mm. things how I would mm -hmm. just as a learning curve over the years for yeah. sure. I mean, it's at this point, it's pretty easy because we, we have a routine. We know exactly the things that we eat. We know where they're at in the grocery store. So it's really easy to just walk in like, all right, we're organic based, all natural kind of um, holistic family. And our diet is like centered around that. So everything is organic. And, you know, of course you can get some products that say organic, but they still have some extra things in, in them that you don't necessarily want. So you just get that rhythm of like knowing yeah. these are the things that work well for our family. So this is what I'm getting. And then there's some new newer things that we might try and you know you, you turn it you turn the box over things. and you read the ingredients and i just go based off the one rule that she told me was if you can't read the first ingredient you then you don't, can't it. pronounce it yeah. leave it alone yeah so, so and yeah. our kids know that too like if you turn around and you can't read it and it's like yeah phenoxy ethyl one two seven six you know whatever right. it might be right and you don't know what that is then Really don't eat yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just let that be. And like, we also have like one. our our routine of where we get certain things. Like we try to get most of our meat and our fish, uh, like chicken, beef, all of that locally mm -hmm. from um a local uh, farm, farmers market. Farm, farm fresh beef. Farm fresh beef. Yeah. Give them a shout yeah. out. They I love know, us over I there. Know. Like, oh. And all of our produce we'll get from there. Um, we do have a garden, so we go out there not as often as we should, to be honest. But, yeah, we should. Um, right we do have a bunch of stuff going, growing in the garden that we'll we'll go out and pick. And then the only things we really go to more of a true grocery store for, or that we have to rely on that for, are the kids' snacks. Yeah. You know, yeah. but we know our go tos and we know where those are. Um. So yeah, it's it's been a learning curve for this dude but he's on yeah board. i mean i didn't grow up with that yeah like, i didn't you know i if not to get too deep into my background but i come from i come from chicago and there's parts of chicago that you hear on the news that they usually want to talk about so um we didn't have access to that kind of education and knowledge of these are types of produce and meats and all these different things that you want to put into your body we had access to McDonald's and Popeyes and fast mm -hmm. food. That's what it usually was. And when you went to a grocery store, they didn't really have all these other organic lettuce and organic chicken and all these high quality products. So right. I didn't know it until I was older. So yeah. I also think that our in the generation that that we grew up in, that wasn't a focus. That wasn't an option right, yeah. of having better options, different choices. Because I remember when I first went gluten-free like 10 years oh, ago, there yeah. was nothing. nothing. You could not go to the grocery store. I mean, you could go to Whole Foods, but it was whole paycheck still then. Right. And there wasn't anything like alternative flowers and things to make. Yes. Right. Yeah. To make the things. So, and I have a certified nutrition personal trainer background. So that's what I did before getting into where we are, where we are today. Yeah. So I have some of that, but that was based on my own 
journey as well. Yeah. So what, if any, were the obstacles for you, Will, of getting on board with this nutritional lifestyle and overcoming, hey, I don't know about this. I just eat what I eat and it it works. But when there's that better option yeah. coming into that. So what obstacles do you feel personally that you might have struggled with or to get on board to this whole oh. organic, oh. organic products? Yeah, this not, is, not just food, but products um, too. I, I don't know products as, as much just because I just, I know what I like. So I have a sweet tooth mm -hmm. and I love all the junk. So <laughs> I love Snickers, Reese's, Skittles, Starbucks, all these different things that I, I was yeah. used to growing up with, you know, and I just, there's, look, let's not say it was a struggle. It's still something that I like, my kids will like tell mommy that dad, I had a Reese's car. I'm like, yo, like, like what are we doing here, they'll find a rapper in his car and be like, daddy. Daddy. But I mean, the, okay. Account so Accountability out of the mouth of yeah. the yes. comes accountability. Yeah, but. It was, it was something difficult that I had to get past, but then she found a bunch of really like substitute quality substitute brands that were mm -hmm. these Snickers and Reese's and all these different things. So that kind of helped me make that transition where it's like, oh, I can still get the things that I like, I can, but I can do it in a cleaner, more natural, yeah. no additives and all those different things. So I've done <laughs> better with that. And I think like there, you know, he's yeah. a huge, like peanut m, &M human. Yeah. And I was like, my, my biggest thing is just better options. Like I don't want to deprive him or our kids right. of sugar. Like I get yeah. sugar and the stuff behind sugar, right? We all do, but there's Sugar's just, yummy. Yeah, there's just better <laughs> options instead of, right. you know, regular yeah. peanut m, m So I was like, here, just try these. Mm -hmm. And they're the peanut M&M's by Unreal. Yep. And they're so, they're they're so, so good. good. And he's oh, so good. Yes. I demolish it. Oh, man. And he ate them and he goes, oh, my gosh, these are better than the other ones. I'm yeah. like, yeah, because they're real. They're okay. made with real ingredients. Yeah. So, so he'll let me do that. And I tell my kids this, too. I'm like, listen, if you want something, like if there's anything that you see at school or, you know, that your friends have, because I never want them to feel like they are left out or excluded, right. especially at that age. Right. Like if you see your friends have it, like just tell us and, and we'll, we'll go find yeah. a better option of it and you can bring it to school or you can have it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So same goes for this dude. Yeah. So that was my one thing that I had to make adjustments to. I think, again, being an athlete for so long, I kind of just had a base understanding of what you need to be putting in, into, your, into mm -hmm. your body. Uh, maybe not the like, what are these ingredients in this protein powder that I'm using and all these different things, but I had a pretty, pretty sound way of eating and dieting yeah. and pretty good way to, to navigate that. And again, just didn't know the depths and the details of it where, you know, just because I was I was eating this one chicken brand and it turned out that there was a better quality chicken brand. Right. So. I'm eating this quality, this this brand, and I'm actually I'm like oh, I'm getting all the protein and all this, but then you're also bringing in that antibiotics, antibiotics and chemicals and, chemicals <laughs> yeah. and uh, these extra steroids that are put into the chickens and things like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I know that stuff. So I think he yeah. also had like a good baseline and still has a good baseline of being aware of his body. Because yeah. I mean, from the day I met him, he was like, I can't have dairy. Like he he knew that dairy. Yeah is not good for him. Like he knows how his body reacts. So we, by default, are a, a dairy-free house. Yeah. And by default for me, a gluten-free house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to your point is it's so easy now. Like there, and I tell patients this too, 
when gluten-free became a fad, it actually really helped those who need to be gluten-free right? because the options are there now. Um, so yeah, for us, we're, we're gluten and dairy-free in the house, but he at least knows like, hey, if I, I want to stay away from this, like he'll choose, he doesn't have to stay away from gluten, but he knows how his body feels after eating it. Yeah. Right. And so he'll be like, no, I don't want to glutenize myself today. Yeah. Like I don't want to feel like garbage. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I've learned a lot, like just being with my wife and learning all these things is now I can tell if I ate something, I know how my body feels. I know like if I'm not, if I'm feeling a little sluggish, I know how to trace it back and like, oh, I did, I did have a donut <laughs> <laughs> or I had a little something that I shouldn't have had. Or for example, like I have ADHD and for a long time, I didn't really, she would always scream at me about the m and and all these scream. Like, Sure. Okay. So she these, speaks with these, authority. Yeah. Exactly. But and compassion. Yeah, right. Sure. That's <laughs> and care and loving yeah. Yeah. And yeah. love Exactly. Yeah. I want you to be the best version of yourself. But anyhow, calm down. Op optimize. Yeah. So, optimize. Yes. So I would I started figuring out that where I started <laughs> noticing differences, right? My ADHD, I would have spikes where I was just like why am I having a poor day today when it comes to my ADHD? Yeah. And I would be like, oh, I did have M&Ms. Why? What was, so what? And then I remember she was saying blue dye this and something about this. And red, 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 red something. So yeah. And I started noticing that this is real. Like yeah. when there's days where I can maintain myself and keep myself on a balance. But then there's days where I have something junky and I'm like, oh, I'm having a terrible day today yeah. <laughs> like, this is not a great day but, and we'll yeah. see that in like jackson he at oh, school man. so our ava's really really good at being other places and she knows because she's older she's seven yeah. she knows what she what we prefer her to avoid yeah. or what she you know is used to eating and so she'll decline things and she'll be like no no thank you like sometimes she'll blame me and say mommy doesn't let me have that <laughs> but she's really good at just discernment yeah. and and making those choices jackson will sneak it and so there are times yeah. where he'll have food die at, you know, without us knowing and his dude is bouncing off the walls. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's a reason why Europe has a label on food dyes that say may cause hyperactivity in kids. I mean, you see it and yeah. he feels, you know, he right. feels it too as an adult, yeah. which is yeah. wild. So I want to make an important distinction. If y'all haven't picked up on this and just the conversation that we just listened to them have is that nothing's off limits. There's better choices and reducing the toxic load is important, but not, we never have anything toxic. We never exposed to anything. That's not how they live their life no. and how they raise their children, but they know that, Hey, we feel better when we make better choices. So exactly. I want to make that yeah. distinction and awareness yeah. and bring you our discoverers the, to that, to your awareness of they don't avoid it. They don't, you know, nothing's, evil but there are things that we turn and learn and yeah and, and read the labels that's so important because when we like we and we've talked about this and how to approach our kids because we don't want them to like I, I just feel like when you're like hey you can't have this like this is bad you, then at some point they're going to rebel right at some point they're they're not going to understand why and they're just going to go do whatever they want so for me and he makes fun of me but i over explain everything and but in this situation it's because i want them to understand mm -hmm. the why like right. okay baby if we read this and we see this what is it you know why do we choose to avoid this one um or to you know have a better option without this ingredient 
And Abel will give me, you know, a seven-year-old explanation, but it's an awesome explanation where it's like, well, it's a fake chemical and there's ones that don't have that fake chemical in it. And it doesn't help to nourish our body. It doesn't bring us any nutrients. Ava is like like an encyclopedia when you ask her. It's it's shocking, but it's more shocking to our friends and people around us how mature they are when it comes to their diet and things of that nature. And so it's just surprising. And if it makes you feel good as a parent because your, your kids are understanding why we're doing this. And it's not just when somebody is eating something, they're just in the dumps about it, but they're comfortable with it. They're understanding of yeah. why I'm not eating this. And they know I feel much better when I'm not doing this thing. So uh-huh. yeah. it feels good as a parent, especially when you're doing the diet part where other people look at your kids and they are like, hey, I kind of want to be like that, to have yeah. a little more yeah. self-control because my seven-year-old daughter said something about yeah, something and I, I do feel like it's because we've spent so much time educating them on it, yeah, and not just telling them that we're gonna right. do this, and it's just because we say so, right? And even Jackson, I mean, he just turned five, and he, I'm, I'm, I'm a little getting... bit of like because I said so. Yeah. That's just the era that I grew up in. That's how my parents were. So I'm like, I'm a little bit once in a while, like, yo, it's just what we said. So be done. Yeah. But even yeah. Jack Jack is getting to the point where he, because he sees Ava like explaining it mm-hmm. and he'll want to too. And it's super cute. And every morning, like, even with their vitamins, like, I just don't want them taking things to take them. I right. want them to know, like, what is this good for? So I'll be like, hey, babies, what is fish oil good for? And Ava will go, the brain. And Jack Jack is like, my eye <laughs> I'm like i'm like good try dude they're, they're really, you know yeah. but he's he, he tries but that yeah. like we try to just make it fun and educational so they can be a lifelong habit for them and not just something that they're doing because their parents said so yeah. right you know and y'all have really good eaters oh my gosh from day one yeah they yeah eat everything but it's because they eat like pro athletes you know like they're just eating what we're eating yeah. like yeah. they yeah. started with you know, eggs and avocado and all the berries and salmon. Right. They eat. I mean, from the Because, I mean, we've had this weird thing where all of our kids, we've had our kids. I've been in a training camp to get ready for a fight. Right. So when they were here, I was on a diet of sweet potatoes, broccoli, chicken, whatever protein that I was eating that week. And it was like, yeah, I'm not making a bunch of foods. (laughs) What I'm eating is what you're eating. What me and mommy are eating, you're eating this. So... They've always got everybody in the household has been on a yeah. a, a pretty strict diet because of me. <laughs> at so, some point, right? But it gives them the base been, yeah, of yeah. like, oh, this is our normal stuff. And yeah. then we have the, the fun stuff every once yeah, in a while. We do you like know? make pizzas and lasagnas and but you find the gluten-free noodles yeah. or <laughs> you know, if they don't have the gluten-free lasagna shaped noodles, we mm-hmm. do a masacholi with like different things like that. And, Wait, what's masacholi? You've never had masacholi. No, I'm coming it's, over for dinner. Sometime. Oh, really? Oh, it's so what? good. Yeah, it's what, like, uh, for those of us that do not, not know Midwest, what masacholi is, that, is please like a, explain. Do, you know? It's, I mean, it's a masacholi like cheese and sauce and. It's like, it's baked pasta noodles. It's like baked pasta noodles with meat. Yeah. Um, You do like meatballs in it. And uh, for us, we do like, again, we are dairy. Try to stay away from dairy, but some some things just don't taste as as yeah. good it does it's just right. it's true so, so make we the do, best choice of dairy we, wait, we make the best choices so like hard cheeses we try to do a little bit more i'm so proud of you for yeah, saying that you see that you see yeah. your boy i was Look just about me, to man. cut in and say but for yeah. those of you who don't know 
sharper cheese to have less casein content. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for those who are lactose intolerant or all of us to some degree are, it's a much better choice than like mozzarella because yeah. it's filled so with much more casein. if we do do... That was good. Yeah, see, I wow. I told you, girl. What's up? <laughs> she know what I'm about. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we have we have all these different dishes and things that we do, and we find substitutes where we can, and we just are know what's good and what's not good. And yeah. Our kids eat everything because I'm a really good cook too. So that helps. I'm, I'm coming over for masatoli. I'll let y'all know how it is. <laughs> and then so, I yeah. just run around and putting supplements in everyone's mouth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She circles back and does the supplements. And His only thing there is he tells me when he's out of things. That's his job. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I use it all up. And then I'm like, oh, I think I need this. So I'll tell her. Yeah. This is what I, I don't think he knows what any of them are. But... No, not at all. I will not pretend like I know. Mind you. I'm just like, hey. <laughs> I've been feeling really good when I'm taking it, and when I'm not taking it, I don't feel good. Yeah. So, so give me more. Yeah, give me a lot of it. The thing, what he won't do though, and I try to. <laughs> Can I put you on blast right now? Are you going to do that one? I'm going to do that I know one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do it. Our, so, real life, right here. Real life. So I was taking. Um, I love peptides. I use peptides all the time in practice. Peptides are little proteins that are very, very healing. And so sometimes patients in their, depending where in their journey they are, right. we need physical healing peptides or cognitive healing peptides. I was taking one maybe two years ago, right before I got pregnant with Jada, <laughs> called Samorlin. And Samorlin is awesome to help your thyroid, pituitary gland, adrenals just function a little bit better um, and, and heal that pathway up a little bit. But it also kind of pumps out human growth hormone, which so in athletes then it's right. banned. Right. Um, but it's really, really awesome for recovery. So I got pregnant with Jada. So obviously I stopped using it, but we had a full vial left in, in the fridge. And I was like, it's going to go bad. So, hey, babe, take it. Like, you should yeah. take it because he was not in camp. I wasn't okay. in camp. He was not I, preparing wasn't, for a fight. I wasn't fighting. I was uh, just or else I would have never home. said yeah. it. Just let it know. Just let it know. We're clean athletes. No, we were. We were. We were not competing at this time. But he still works out all the time, like he's in camp. So I was like, you should take it. Like we don't need to waste it. Can help you recover. You know, after your your workouts better. Okay, the injection is an insulin needle. Which for those of you who don't know, insulin needle is about yay big, which is like what half an inch. Yeah. And very, very small, thin. Okay. It is, it's tiny. It's tiny. It's tiny. It's, I mean, it's thinner than your, your nail. It, it's tiny. Yeah. And so you draw it up in a different syringe and then you change it out for an insulin needle. And you just pinch like a little bit of something and inject it right into the He doesn't into have a little bit of something because he's lean <laughs> most of the time, even yes. when he's not in fighting weight. But even this. just like a little skin, just something, yeah. right? So it's not a big deal. I mean, people do this at home all the time. I was doing it to myself. I've done it all the time. No, yeah. I mean, self, yeah, sub, self sub, Q, exactly. sub Q injections all the time. Right. And it's not a bit like the first one might be a little scary, but after that, you're fine. His palms were clammy. He was sweating. I don't do well with oh needles. Oh my gosh. Why are you doing is it, this to me? Is it needles or I is do it? Not, I do not. <laughs> is it blood or is it the It's poke? just needles. No, it's I don't do well with needles. Yeah. So, but I mean, I still, you know, I'm a professional athlete. I have to do all these blood work Speaking and all this stuff. Speaking muscles and needle needles are scary. I and know. I hate, so I can't do needles, but I like, I'm better with it now. But it was not. something he'll about her poking let, me in the belly. He'll only let it Heidi so draws weird. One. Yeah, um, Heidi's the only one. Heidi's, Heidi's the best. My nurse Heidi's at best. work, she, she's yeah. the only one she's that one. can draw his blood. Yeah. 
But he, I mean, 45 minutes, I'm not exaggerating. He like took his shirt off because he was sweating so much. His hands are clean. I was breaking, I was falling apart. Yes, I will be honest. I was coming undone. And, and I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. And it was like 9.30 at night. The kids had to go to bed. It was just Ava and Jackson at that point. And he would come up to me and I would pinch his belly. And he'd be like, nope, nope, can't nope. do it. Nope. Like not, needle not even near him. And finally, Ava, who was five years old at this time, she looks at him and she goes, Daddy, it's okay. Just be brave. Yeah. Aww. yeah that helped. Again, <laughs> out of the mouth of babes, accountability. Yeah, yeah exactly. We got the point is we got it done. After we 45 minutes. And I, by that point, I'm so annoyed because I'm like, the kids have to go to bed. Like, I'm tired. Let's go. Yeah, Come you got on. upset. Like, at first, I was like, yeah. I'm going to give him some grace here. Yeah. But yeah, it took some. Took never again. Whatever. How big was we it? So it was one shot. It was one, one shot. And it's like, I don't know. Are I you think, serious? Yeah. Anna Kate, it's like I don't know what it was. I felt like it was it was just I think a weird he has no spot. Fat. I got yeah. like, so he, maybe he, maybe you were scared it's gonna go like in somewhere it shouldn't. I, I did. Know. I was like, is she about to hit me with a, a like a, a air bubble? Am I about to okay. get dropped in this it's kitchen? Like, 0. 0.2 of a milliliter. You know how tiny that is? Like it, it is that much liquid. Okay, move on. We're <laughs> moving on. We're moving on now. What are we doing? Okay, so oh, hold on. So why this fully dogging me out of is this why you brought me on the podcast? No. So why this is important on, is that there are people don't be afraid. And if you are, we can help help find find Don't some let things. him scare you. Uh, it's not things, it's not that bad. There are things it's that I've me. had to do, like what being on blood thinners and having to do sub Q stuff and it's yeah. like I mean, I've done it and I've had bruises all over my belly because mm -hmm. it's inside and had to do more than just one. So that's what I was asking. Yeah. Is, are you doing a, a vial like this and you have to do 0.2 a day for seven days? Yes. Or? So yeah. it's something like Samoralin, you want to do it nightly. He got one done and we never did it again because I was not going through that again. But it was a good effort. You were so brave. <laughs> you were so brave, yeah. Will. It was, I don't know, it was an episode in life. <laughs> These things happen. We're going to move on. So my yeah. wife stopped getting so so achievement out of me. Well, now it'll Fine. be out. It'll be out in podcast universe. Right. Everybody, hello to everybody. Hello to everybody. I am sorry. I tell patients this story all the time because they know what he like. He, his picture is in our office. Like they, he's around. They know what he does for a living. And so I like to make light of it. Like mm -hmm. it's not too bad. But here's what what happened. Yeah. To yeah. To my husband, right. so we laugh, but it's okay. I'm not afraid right. of needles, but I would be afraid of him standing a, a, a <laughs> in, the, in the ring. So I, I, I would break out in full sweats and be, and I don't yeah. sweat. Like I, have to get in, I have to get in my sauna to sweat. sweat. Right, I don't sweat. sweat. I know. Yeah. Like you it's know 100 that? degrees outside, and I'm perfectly. Yeah. It means we're bad that. detoxers. Yeah, you know we'll that. get into that in another episode. Yeah, so, yeah. So. He's, he's a good. He's a great sweater. You're a great sweater. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just standing by moving along. That's what I'm doing now. Okay. So how do y'all support each other running your household and you're kind of taking care of the kids when you're not fighting and you're kind of not stay at home dad. But oh, we, we, no, we I want you, say I, that. Yeah. I know I, I lean into it. I'm a stay at home dad when I'm not getting ready for a competition or getting ready for a fight. I am a stay at home dad. So I lean into that. Um, yeah, I I think that I mean throughout moving to Georgia. So we moved here in 2019. Yeah, February of 2019. And 
like the the job that I had at the time, I was working a lot. I mean, I was there every day. Um, yeah. And he, oh no, COVID hadn't hit yet. Um, and he was he was still training, but then COVID hit, and so the fighting world completely shut down. Right. But my world did not, and so that kind of started the more long term stay at home dadness. Um, but yeah. it was needed. I mean, I wouldn't like we we just prefer to not send our kids somewhere until a certain age. Yeah. And so Jack Jack wasn't there yet, and so he was able to be home with Jack Jack. And then once I had Jada and I changed jobs, that other job, then I was actually working a day and a half less. I was working three and a half days, but it was way more demanding. Right. Um, and so after I had Jada, I mean, I did take eight, no, seven full weeks off and then kind of slowly got back into it. But if he wasn't at home, like I have no idea what we would have done. Yeah. Like he, he was the one waking up with jada and sleeping downstairs with her on nights yeah. that i had to work <laughs> so that i could just wake up and pump right and go back to bed and go to work the next day i mean they literally slept downstairs for two months yeah yeah i brought one of the uh so ava has what it's called a trindle bed mm -hmm. this is a small bed pulls out underneath so i took the mattress from there and i went downstairs and a little like baby crib thing for Jada, and we slept downstairs, and yeah, she did our thing, and and he would stay up it? really late watching anime. Yeah, <laughs> so this is like that's just how we kind of did it. I think um, I for most most of my life has been organized sports and being a part of a team. So I kind of like it sounds simple. I brought over everything that I've been coached to do, which was being selfless and doing whatever that's required to help the overall success of the team mm -hmm. and it sounds like everybody uses that or not everyone but it's used often it's a team it's a team thing we're, yeah. we're working as a team but what but you are and there's times where you want to be a little selfish and things like that so but for me that's kind of the approach i took was like all right what right now in life um, where does and uh, you know I don't know where your podcast is, but um, we're we're believers in our yep. in our house. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, well, in this season, where does God have me in this season that that we're in right now? And that was being in that role as of support and being in that role to do my job to help the overall team. So my job was to sleep downstairs with Jada so she could get rest and do her pumping and be prepared to go to work because I know what being that fighting is shut down so my financial ability to be to help in that space was at a standstill so the one that was doing the financial work was the wife so it was like all right i need her to be at the best that she possibly can be for the benefit of the family so mm -hmm. i was kind of approached and that's what we've always kind of did but i also like he is just not a normal human either like I truly think that because there we know so many couples and I can't I could maybe name one other guy in those that, those couples at least in our friend group mm -hmm. that would be willing to do that right like and I what for whatever reason but I think you were just literally meant to be a dad like it's so natural for him he doesn't have to think about anything he just does it you know and it's just yeah it's so natural that for him to take the baby overnight and wake up every two hours with her right. is not 
like some weird thing. It just, it just happened. And it's just, yeah. he's good at it. He can do it. He takes it on. Like I've always been the one friend in the group that can go out and leave all three kids at home. And my friends are like, wait, you didn't have to get a babysitter. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I love you a dad. Yeah, right. I'm like, no, babysitter, you're parenting. Like, right, oh, yeah. you didn't have to ask? I'm like, ask for what? No. <laughs> like, no, you know, think, but um, it's just, it's, it's odd to me, but it's not the norm. And, you know, so yeah. that it was crucial. It was crucial to, to me being able to get back to work. Yeah. And the job that I do is so like mentally taxing oh, yeah. that, yeah, I can't do it if I'm tired. Like I can't give you my all as a patient and take on all your symptoms and all of your health concerns and everything, and create a plan and interpret labs and all these things intelligently or as intelligently as I can, if I'm not feeling good. Right. right. But it was, it was also, it's, we were also in a season where Cece had to be back up and support when I was, in training camps every every two every other month yeah. and i was the career was really fight after fight after fight i wasn't at home a lot and i would be in the gym or i would be traveling for some different um, media requirement for whatever promotion that i was competing for at that time so she had to play that background role of support how do i do my best to make sure the whole team is doing the best yeah. we possibly can so it was just again, we just and that was for a good chunk. Like yeah, the, that was that was the for six a years we were in yeah. Florida. That was it, and then it's like we moved here, and it kind of rolls just it flipped. flipped. And we started yeah. to transition and move over into a new space. And look, I'm not going to pretend like it was easy because I think if for myself, and I think we um, grew up in an era where the what you were taught was as a man you are a protector and provider. But the definition of that was always, I need to financially be the one. Mm -hmm. like, that's that's how I contribute to my family. Is it's got to be through finances and money, this and being that thing, you know. So it wasn't easy at first, but then I started realizing that, oh wait, I've done that already. I did that part. I've made the money and financial things of that nature. And when God puts me back in that position, that hey, if He puts us in a season where it's like, hey this is your role as protective provider. Now I need you to go back into the financial space of things and I'll do that. But in the time that we're in now in the space that we're in the season that we're in, it, I've been called to be a stay at home dad mm -hmm. and do that role. So. And we are, yeah. we are very, very blessed for that because how we want to raise our kids, we need that. Like right. we have, we have been so, we're just really, really lucky to have this balance. Like even with opening my practice, um, my business partner and I, I went into this saying, because as of right now, I'm the only practitioner. I said, hey, I'm going into this, but I'm only working, seeing patients three days mm -hmm. a week. Um, because that to me, like when I was working three and a half at my previous practice, that became too much with our kids. I was right. missing everything. Right. I was missing, you know, being able to, and yeah. gymnastics. Yes. And, and not being like, and I'll complain to him. I'd be like, I can't even drive Ava to gymnastics. Like, and it's little things like that, that that balance for a little bit was weird where I was almost jealous that he was getting to spend so much time with our kids. Whereas he's over here, like probably a little bit jealous that I get to leave and, you know, remove myself and go to work for a little bit because it is freaking hard right. to be a stay at home <laughs> parent. Right. Like it, it is hard. Um, and so like that balance was weird for us to figure out a little bit was that like we we're doing two separate things and how can we 
you know, just equal out that teeter-totter a little bit better. But going into the practice, that's why I said I'm only working three days a week. Right. And it gives me the opportunity to at least be present for a day of homeschooling because the kids are home Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Friday. But if he wasn't there all the time, we wouldn't be able to homeschool them. Yeah. Right. You know, we, we would have to send them to school. Yeah. Um, and so just in raising our kids and wanting to do homeschool hybrids, wanting to have them in all the activities and, you know, whatever they want to explore, it wouldn't be possible if he was working a regular nine to five. Yeah. Right. Cause you just wouldn't, wouldn't be there. So in our last yeah. couple of minutes and wrapping up kind of, I mean, what I take away from what you said is kind of your best advice is learn to be a team player. Cause every aspect, every player is important, but then yeah. also learning when it's time to play offense and defense right, and yeah. when to come into the, into the locker room and when to make, <laughs> make that shift of, okay, how can I be supportive? Am I supporting yeah. a starter versus a, I don't know the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, was going to say a bench player. I felt but like you were going, not. I'm not, look, like, I'm, <laughs> like, I do way too much yeah. work to be a bench player. Look, it's legit. Like, it's just yeah. reading what you need. Like, it's everybody's using this term a lot recently. It's like, read the room. I'm reading what my wife needs me to be. I'm reading what my kids need me to be. Or And outside of them, what other men in my life, my friends, like these different people who look at me as I've ever a lot of guys, new guys who are becoming new dads and they call me and they mm -hmm. ask me questions. So I have a responsibility to them also to play this job or do this job to the best of my ability and be that leader and play that position and say and let them see, hey, sometimes this is going to be a role. And then there's going to be times where you just have to let your wife kind of vibe it out and just see where you're at. And then, you know, the, everybody will tell you what you need to be in that in that moment in time. And I think we've done that. Really and well. I think the like a huge part of it and I'm hyper competitive, that, too, so I wanna... <laughs> like a, a, a massive part of it that I'm still oh, I'm better now, but I definitely went through a phase where I had to like work this out in my brain is that every role is as important Absolutely. like it is and it took me a little bit because i was so exhausted working some like not now not with my new practice but in the past i've been in spaces where i was working four days and in school full-time because in my old practice i had to go back to school and and i was pregnant and then i just had a baby mm -hmm. and i was like i i was so focused on everything i was doing that i looked at will's role and i was like how lucky is he he gets to be home. He gets to hang out with the kids. He gets to be there with them all day. And then when you actually get flipped and put in that role, I'm like, holy moly, yeah. it, it's exhausting. Yeah. I mean, it is exhausting being home with kids. And so like the appreciation factor and the factor of, hey, these are both equivalent roles and we need to like just come together and make it work no matter what role that is. Yeah. I think we've created that balance and we're always working on it, obviously. But I also think what, what's important is that we know what we're both good at and what right. we're not good at. Right. And yeah. like, for example, like he am... doesn't like when I load the dishwasher. Oh, 
don't even think we have another hour to do that <laughs> just quickly yeah. but there, there's little things like we come down in the morning and we have our routine we have our rules mm -hmm. yeah i get the kids snacks and the water bottles right. and their supplements and feed the dog he makes breakfast and lunches i get their water bottles put them in the backpacks you know but he does like the the bulkier things actually the sandwich yeah. of of the lunch where i do the sides yeah. you yeah. know but we just know that but so i'll let her know like don't mess up my sandwich exactly. don't, don't mess up my lunch because i i am i am so, like <laughs> when i say i've leaned into this stay at home he day like i take pride in the way yeah. i pack lunches because i like i grew up doing it in a space where i didn't get this type of like quality food and all these different things yeah. they weren't accessible to me so now i'm like i'm doing it i have three kids i have my wife we have nothing to worry about we have access to all these great options and then it goes into my hyper competitiveness and i'm like my son my kids are about to have the best looking lunch when they get to the school yeah mm -hmm. which is amazing so, yeah but it's so just like, it's that it's that yeah. balance where we know what we're good at we also recently yeah. have been much better at this but with coming home and I'll be like, Hey, I'm at like 10%. Mm -hmm. Like I got nothing. And yeah. he'll be like, okay, I'll take all three kids to bed. Normally yeah. we alternate, like even Jackson go down, go to bed together. And then the baby goes to bed by herself. And so I'll take the baby and he'll take the kids and then we'll flip flop the next night. And sometimes he'll like at the end of his day, being home with the kids all day, he's like, I got nothing. Yeah. Tag team. Tag yeah, yeah, for sure. It's very basic stuff yeah. too. Like, it's like, if she's, only at 10% and we got to get these kids down to bed. I look at the clock. I'm like, hey, you know what? She's only got 10%. I'm about to watch a whole bunch of anime and like <laughs> play my Xbox because she's not going to want me to hang out with her. No, so I look at the I'm clock. I'm like, yeah, I got two or three hours to myself <laughs> where I'm about to refresh. So get these things to bed and I'm downstairs and she and doesn't. Like, she gets go it. She's like, peace. I'll see you tomorrow. Good work today. <laughs> Kisses, smooches, everybody go to bed. So that's yeah. how we do it. Balance. Selfishness does come into play sometimes. It you know? does. So like I love to... when he goes out because yeah. then I can binge watch four hours of shows that he yeah. won't watch. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just all literally balance. Balance yeah. knowing what each other are, are good at, what we're not good at, and how much energy we have that day. Yeah. And you both show up for your team when your team needs you. Yeah, that's it. Act yeah, like you've been there before. It's my motto. I act like you've been there before. That's how I operate. Just try it once, just do it. Yeah. yeah. Do it and get it done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Will. Thank you for oh, sharing. And Of course. Thanks, babe. <laughs> this was good. I like it. So yeah. this is the support system behind the Discovery Doc when she Sorry, comes home. And, and it's what you named yourself. Hey, you put the label out there. You got to live up to it. That now. is true. I couldn't do all of this without this dude i just couldn't and it's a lot it's a lot to have a practice it's a lot to run a social media platform to do a podcast with th three children who yeah. we homeschool and i could not maintain all of that without you fam. yeah i mean i like what i do like i like what i do so if she's not doing what she's doing and it and doing it really well that interferes on what i'm doing and it's again mm -hmm. it's a little selfish but it's not to to impact the family or the unit in a negative way it's just i really like what i do with my kids i like being in their lives i like being a part of things i like being a big old taxi driver and getting them everywhere and we can laugh and talk and do the music and stuff like that 
So I love that. So I feel like if if I don't allow her to be the best that she possibly can be, I don't get to get that full experience, right? Because then I'm going to have to pick up something else somewhere else that is going to take me away from that. So, and I take a huge amount of pride in her success mm-hmm. because she's done that for me and that's what we do in this unit. So it's, it's, it's hard, but remember you can be a little selfish. <laughs> like, yeah. It might yeah. make it a little easier for people. It's like, Hey, I'm trying to get something out of this for myself too. So, and one yeah. last thing. Is it is like is this all- the B unit? The Brooks unit? Yeah. The Brooks unit? The there it unit. is. There it is. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Bob. Yeah. You can do it all. So I think as women, especially, we have this thing. Like a uh, my first boss told me when we had two kids, and I was like, Oh, I it's 12. I know you gotta go. Um back to daddy work. My first boss said, if you want to have a career, don't have a third child. And I, that's stuck with me ever since. And I just hate that women get put in this position where you feel like you can't be a good mom, be mm-hmm. present for your children, and have a career. And it's not easy. It takes a lot of work. It takes an amazing partner, but it can be done. And that that's it. Drop the mic. Yeah. Get out of here. We Good love work. you. All right. Mwah. Thank you, guys. Thank can you, I, guys. Do you just for, want me to slide thank out? Thank you, guys, for joining us. Stay tuned for our next series where we'll be talking about all things wellness related to kids going back to school with parents and kiddos and other special guests. That won't be my husband, but just as good. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have Will on again and do, and do a touch base yeah. another time one day. So thanks for joining us on the couch today. Go do something that is fills you up. Put something in your cup that's really, really good. And let's discover together. Hey, Discover, let's discover more. Find episode link in today's show notes. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Discovery Doc. Connect with us on Facebook at the Discovery Doc. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit our website, thediscoverydoc.com. This podcast is produced by Soulpreneurs Association and powered by soulsoftware.co. Empowering your digital journey with innovative solutions. The content provided in this podcast provides general information and discussions on various topics related to health, wellness, and medical advancements. However, it is essential to understand that the content provided in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts, guests, and contributors are individuals sharing their personal experiences, opinions, and knowledge in their respective fields. While they strive to provide accurate, up-to-date information, medical knowledge is constantly evolving and the information presented in this podcast may not always reflect the most current research and medical guidelines. It is crucial to consult with a qualified healthcare professional or medical expert for specific medical concerns. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking medical treatment based on the information presented in this podcast. The Discovery Doc podcast encourages listeners to use their own judgment and discretion while implementing any suggestions, recommendations, or lifestyle changes discussed in this episode. Each individual's medical situation is unique and may work for one, may not be suitable or safe for another. The podcast hosts, guests, and contributors are not liable for any direct, indirect, consequential, or incidental damages or harm that may arise from listening or acting upon the information provided in this podcast. Listeners are responsible for their own health decisions and should exercise caution and seek professional guidance when necessary. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that you have read, understood, and agreed to this medical disclaimer. If you have any questions or concerns about this medical disclaimer, please consult a qualified healthcare professional.